Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to turn my attention back to Washington, D.C. As you heard during that conversation just now between myself and Paul Cassell from the University of Utah, the Supreme Court has handed down two rulings today. Two rulings regarding the tax returns from uh, or of Donald Trump, both personal and in terms of his business. It's, it, it depends on how you look at this. Uh, which will determine whether or not you think this is a victory for the president or a victory for his opponents. I mentioned there were two Supreme Court decisions handed down, one of them seemingly to go against the the president. uh, And this one, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of a New York City prosecutor who demanded the tax returns. The good news, though, for President Trump in this case is that there is nearly no scenario which plays out that results in his tax returns being turned over and certainly uh, kept from the public eye uh, before November, the November election. So if that is uh, a portion of his calculations, that is uh, good news. And if you're a glass half full person, which uh, who knows if you are or not, not sure if the president is, uh, that's good news. On the other side, uh, or on the other case, rather, This one dealing with Congress requesting uh, documents, personal and business tax returns from the president. Uh, The Supreme Court has uh, not absolutely ruled, but said that it will keep a hold on uh, those documents, essentially kicking it back and allowing for the president to uh, relitigate that issue and kind of represent his argument. So this issue, this issue of tax returns and the president, you know that it uh, is, at least in relatively recent history, a fairly standard practice for uh, presidents and presidential candidates to disclose their tax returns. But Donald Trump is a different animal. And uh, dating back to you know well before the election of 2016, uh, the president was saying, yeah, no, I've got, uh, I've got audits going on. I'll get, I'll get these documents to you when I can, but I just can't right now. In fact, here's what he had to say in 2018. People don't understand tax returns. Now, I did do a filing of over 100 pages, I believe, mm-hmm. which is in the offices and when people went and saw that filing and they saw the magnitude of it they were very disappointed and they saw the you know the details you'd get far more from that and i guess we filed that now three times but you get far more from that than you could ever get from a tax return a year later on that same topic the president had this to say i've been under audit for many years because the the numbers are big and i guess when you have a name you you're audited, but uh, until such time as I'm not under audit, I would not be inclined to do that. Thank you. 
All right. Well, I guess one question that remains in my mind, is he still under audit? Was he ever under audit? Maybe someday in one of these uh, Supreme Court uh, cases, we'll find out for sure. Uh, anyway, back to reactions. So the, the clips you just heard from the president, those are from last year and the year before. And I made reference to uh, his claims of being under audit and unable to disclose his tax filings in the past. Well, today, uh, on the occasion of these Supreme Court decisions being handed down, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin stepped forward and discussed the decision and what he agrees with. I would say the only thing I do agree on on that report is uh, when things go to Congress, they tend to get leaked. And when things go to grand juries, they don't. What he's referring to there are aspects of the two cases. One case dealt with a request from Congress. And as we have seen, regardless of party, that documents in the hands of uh, members of Congress and also their staff do sometimes have a tendency of making their way into uh, newspapers like the New York Times and such. Anyway, uh, but but as you heard Paul Cassell describe to us, a grand jury, a grand jury doesn't let those documents slip. In fact, there are laws uh, preventing that. So should these tax documents uh, from the president ever make their way into the hand of this New York prosecutor and ultimately before the, the grand jury, that decision may not lead to any public knowledge. At least uh, you and I may not have the opportunity to skim through these tax returns. So that's what that means. And now, further reaction on the other side of things. Here's uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi giving her reaction this morning. Careful reading Supreme Court ruling related to the president's financial records is not good news for President Trump. The court has reaffirmed the Congress's authority to conduct oversight on behalf of the American people as it asks for further information from Congress. Congress's constitutional responsibility to uncover the truth specifically related to the president's Russia connection uh, that he is hiding. The Congress will continue to conduct oversight for the people upholding the separation of powers that is the genius of our constitution we will continue to press our case in the lower courts yeah i'm not, I'm not sure the supreme court exactly said what uh, speaker pelosi claims it said if it had it would have been very clear in black and white text but no instead it said it needs to be remanded back down to the lower court and parties uh, have a renewed opportunity to make their case anyway speaking of the case and it being uh, litigated specifically before the supreme court here is one of the justices justice sam alito during the arguments discussing protections to keep the house the house of representatives congress from harassing the president but in your view, there is really no protection against the use of congressional subpoenas for the purpose of preventing the harassment of a president because the only requirement is that the subpoena be relevant to a conceivable legislative purpose. And you can't think of a single example of a subpoena that wouldn't meet that. Yeah, uh, there were also comments made by White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany earlier today in a press briefing. She talked about why it's a win for the president. She responded to uh, reporters' questions regarding the president maybe hiding something. And then she called out partisan games used by the president. I'm out of time or else I'd play those for you. There's some powerful comments. I do, though, need to now take a break. And when we come back, we're going to turn our attention back to the announcement handed down by Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill today in the shooting death of Bernardo Palacios Carbajal and that no charges will be filed against the officers involved.